That's a distinctive sound of guitarist and composer Nels Klein, and he's performing here with his big band. This is a piece called Introduction Diaphanous. It is the very first thing you hear in a large-scale work called Lovers. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bostead. My guest on the program today is Nels Klein, a guitarist and composer, improviser, one of the most creative musicians that I know of. It was really an honor to catch up with him recently at the Big Ears Festival in Knoxville, Tennessee, and talk with him about this music, Lovers, and so many other of his projects. Lovers is the first way that I really heard of Nels Klein most recently. Uh, It's a piece that got a lot of attention, and I'd love to tell you about it, but let's hear from the man himself. Here's an excerpt of my conversation with Nels from the lobby of his hotel in Knoxville, Tennessee. Tell me, is, is the piece completely um, composed? Are there improvisational elements to it? Yeah, How's I mean, there's certainly together? improvisation involved, but it's pretty straightforward songs, you know, so there are some what we like to call standards. <laughs> um, and songs from movies. Uh, it's all about, I guess, my take on how music has been sort of, I guess, used or inspired by or in some way inferring aspects of romance, love, Mm -hmm. sexuality, intimacy. So it's all over the place. It endeavors to, I think, shed a little light on some of the darker corners of that sort of thing, but also be romantic. So it it has a forward-leaning, slightly avant-garde bent, but a lot of it's very straightforward, you know, like playing the song Beautiful Love or... Uh, I Have Dreamed from The King and I, for example, is on there. Um, but then songs like the theme from the movie The Night Porter and Max Mona Moore, two Charlotte Rampling films with rather transgressive sexual content, <laughs> which is part of my picture, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. So it's a concept album, I guess. That's Nels Klein, my guest on the program, talking about the piece Lovers. I'm going to return to it a little bit later in the program. I think in many ways, this program today about Nels Klein is one of my most eclectic programs ever. It's hard to believe that this is all one composer. I mean, his projects are all over the map in so many ways. He has been the guitarist, the lead guitarist for the band Wilco almost since their inception. Uh, He has recorded so many jazz albums. He's done a ton of jazz collaborations, straight ahead jazz, big band jazz, wild off the charts, improvisational jazz, contemporary classical, you name it. So on today's program, we're going to go in a lot of different directions. I'm going to play a piece now called Hydrofoil. This is on an album called Buried on Bunker Hill, a collaboration with the bassist Devin Sarno. And in so many ways, it's hard to believe this is only two people making this music. It's, it's multi-tracked, that's true. And yet, nonetheless, they create these incredible cascades of sound on this album. This is really, really wild, a lot of fun. So here it is, Hydrofoil by Nels Klein, a collaboration with Devin Sarno.
That's music by Nels Klein, performed, improvised, jointly conceived with the bassist Devin Sarno. The piece is called Hydrofoil. It's on an album called Buried on Bunker Hill. I really am, am just completely stunned by the amount of music that Nels Klein has put out and by the variety of this music. So as I said earlier, I really think this is going to be one of my most eclectic shows and certainly one of the most eclectic shows to only feature one person for the most part. Let's move in a different direction here. We're going to feature some more improvisation by Nels. This is a big hallmark of his compositional process and his playing. But first, another excerpt of my conversation with him. Uh, let's talk about you as, as a composer. You've composed in so many, I mean, it's, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's kind of hard weird. to talk about uh, a, a style in general, but, but how do you oh, approach, no. what's your approach to music composition, kind of just generally speaking? Uh, it's a really good question because it's kind of all over the map. I mean, I tend to write, when I write for myself, something that I want to hear, which is not what I always do. Sometimes I write in a pragmatic way to feature instrumentalists and their improvisational skills. So some of those pieces are maybe just a line or two to get us going, and then some directed uh, parameters such as, you know, well, we'll have the drums featured here, and then we'll come back in with this or whatever. It's a kind of a, maybe more of a jazz approach. But when I write for myself, I tend to uh, be most fascinated with harmonic vocabulary, some of which we could maybe uh, ascribe to the Impressionist school, particularly in my case to Maurice Ravel mm -hmm. um, and, and Eric Satie. And obviously Debussy is the predecessor, but the enjoyment I've gotten from listening to Ravel is, at times is so intense that I do kind of put him on a, a bit of a pedestal, uh, certainly his orchestrations everyone acknowledges are brilliant mm -hmm. as well. But also I'm really interested in music that has a lot of compelling sonic qualities uh, that I hear in sometimes indeterminacy, but not always. So if, if I listen to a piece like Rothko Chapel by Morton Feldman, I basically want to know how he made his decisions, how you can create something that so, sounds so specific, but I know that, that when you look at it and you look at the score, there's really not a whole lot it's not like looking at uh, a George Crumb score or something where it looks like art. And also I have no idea how anyone could play that material. Zanakis comes to mind also in this regard. It, it looks like something I could write in the sense that it's clear, it looks simple as it is. It's not a whole lot of notes. But those voicings, those sonorities are so incredibly transporting to me that I do reflect on what I might do to, uh, I guess, not imitate that, but to honor that in a way to make my music more attractive. Sometimes that has to do with uh, a subtle degree of microtonality, but I don't have a system for my microtonal thoughts. <laughs> uh, I just like things to be slightly out of tune as many uh, percussion instruments. And in this regard, I guess I'm very inspired by Harry Parch although what I write isn't nearly as percussive or, or repetitive in some ways as some of his stuff, and certainly I don't write about hobo culture, but, um, but I find that kind of uh, sound extremely inspiring. So I try to have elements of that as well. I think I, I hear the same thing in a way in listening to Schoenberg's Dry Klavierstücke, for example, where he was, I guess, just initiating his interest in 12-tone music because it doesn't sound like his later 12-tone work, but it's chromatic in a way, it's free in a chromatic sense that makes sense to me. So it sounds like it was written based on sound rather than um, theory. 
mm-hmm. and I like sound. Mm-hmm. So that's where I start. I usually start with cool chords, <laughs> like some, <laughs> something that just speaks to me. And I just, and I write on the guitar unless I write straight out of my head. I don't play piano. So It's an excerpt of my interview with Nels Klein. I'm Seth Bosted. You're listening to Relevant Tones. And I caught up with Nels at the wonderful Big Ears Festival. We're going to move to an album now called Coward. This is a solo album, so everything that we're going to hear has been generated and produced by Nels Klein himself. There's so much great music on this album, but I'm going to feature a piece called Onan Suite. And Nels Klein is drawn to these large forms, so I'm only going to be able to feature the first three movements. They are Amniotica, Lord and Lady, and Dreams in the Mirror. So here are the first three movements from Onan Suite, performed by Nels Klein.
Music from the album Coward by Nels Klein. We heard three movements from the Onan Suite, Amniotica, Lord and Lady, and Dreams in the Mirror. It's fairly straight-ahead music here. This is very, very beautiful. Uh, a little more in the rock idiom, perhaps, uh, but some very solid compositional ideas here. I really wanted to play this for you and show off this other side of Nels Klein. We've heard a, a very experimental, improvisational jazz side of him, and then we've heard kind of more straight-ahead, and now we're hearing this other side. I think it's a, a ballad e side a more sentimental side very very beautiful music by nels klein you're listening to relevant tones a show featuring the music of contemporary composers my guest is the composer guitarist improviser wildly experimental and creative musician nels klein to subscribe to our podcast for streaming versions of this and all previous episodes or if you want to get a playlist of the music i featured on the program today you can visit us at relevanttones.com as a guitarist, yeah, I think I can turn my instrument into uh, maybe a, a bit of a, a, a microtonal expressive creation very, very easily. And, and maybe that explains some of my uh, love of Harry Parch's music. But, um, but also it's percussion. You know, I think that, you know, my twin brother Alex is a percussionist. I grew up listening to all these drummers and percussionists that he loves and appreciating them. So I do have a, a feel, I think, for uh, uh, the, the microtonal and also the, the sort of the power and mystery of many percussive instruments, you know, uh, whether it's gongs or gong plays or crotales or, or just timpani, you know, all of the above. Mm -hmm. I like the combination of, of these sort of elements because um, I think it adds a lot of color, but also a lot of beauty and mystery. That's another excerpt from my conversation with Nels Klein. We were talking about everything under the sun, but mostly music. I caught up with him at the Big Ears Festival. This is a festival of all kinds of music. I mean, literally, you, you, you will hear, uh, I heard Bella Fleck performing banjo one night, and then the next night I heard straight classical music, and then the next night I heard a screaming punk uh, ska uh, bass player with a saxophonist. I mean, it's, it's just all over the map. So needless to say, a, a composer, improviser, performer like Nels Klein is right at home at the Big Ears Festival. This is all music that's completely uncategorizable, and I think that you categorize the music of Nels Klein at your own risk. 
going to start the second half of the program with a piece called Harbor Child, and this is from an album called Instrumentals that features the Nels Klein singers, although they don't sing. <laughs> That's why the album is called Instrumentals. The piece is called Harbor Child.
Music from the Nels Klein Singers from an album called Instrumentals. The piece is Harbor Child. Nels Klein is my guest on the program. I'm Seth Bostead. You're listening to Relevant Tones. And I, I hope that you're as fascinated as I am by the multifaceted style of this incredible musician. Uh, it was really an honor to talk to him. And again, I want to say one more time, that I, I've never spoken to a musician or composer who is as relaxed and as open about his process as Nels. So everything about having him on the program today has, has been an absolute joy for me. I'm going to turn to another project now. Nels is a very busy guy. He's got lots and lots of projects. This is a piece called Dirty Baby. This is a fascinating project. The music was conceived to accompany 66 paintings that are in the CD booklet. They're by Ed Ruscha, who is a well-known pop artist in Los Angeles. The piece is a large-scale work, so we're going to hear parts three and four. Here is Nels Klein with his big band to perform.
That's music from Nels Klein, performed by Nels Klein with his big band. It's called Dirty Baby. This is a sprawling piece, and all of this music is inspired by paintings by Ed Ruscha, a pop art veteran of the L.A. scene. Fascinating project, I think. And, and you know, we're, we're really only scratching the surface of Nels Klein on the program today. There's so much more to this artist. I mean, from music that borders on noise to experimental jazz to just straight ahead jazz to rock and roll to beautiful, beautiful compositions and everything in between. Really an incredible artist. I'm going to go out today the way I came in with this large-scale work called Lovers. Again, this is a combination of Nels's own music and different standards, all of which relate to the theme of love in some way. So we're going to hear Invitation, followed by The Bond. And these are standard tunes that have been arranged by Nels. It's really an interesting treatment that he gives them. So here he is with his big band to perform.
More music from The Lovers, this very, very successful album by Nels Klein, a concept album, which I didn't think people were still doing, so it's refreshing to know that someone still is. We heard the pieces Invitation and then The Bond. And that's all the time I have on the program today for the music of Nels Klein. You can find more at his website, nelskline.com. That's N-E-L-S-C-L-I-N-E.com. And if you have an interest in how he makes all of these unusual sounds, he has a wonderful YouTube series called Bored to Death. That's B-O-A-R-D, as in a soundboard, Bored to Death. This episode of Relevant Tones has been produced by Daniel Goldberg. Relevant Tones is made possible in part by the generous support of the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music and the listener supporters of WFMT. I'm Seth Bosted, and this is the WFMT Radio Network. Music.